Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you guys are joining us today. This is Chantel Simone here, and welcome to another episode of the Wake Up and Live show. If it's the very first time that you're tuning in, well, welcome. This show is really all about helping taking people to the next level of thinking, sharing perspectives with people around the globe on how we can continue to prosper in these times. This is actually a very special series, the series called The New Normal and Adjusting to Thriving in the Coronavirus Times. I've brought to you many special guests this week and we continue today with talking about this topic because many people are living in a state where they're maybe unsure, they're, they have a lot of questions, they're now getting adjusted to the new normal. So how can, what do we need to know and how can we continue to learn to thrive because many would say, we're not going back to as things were before, we're, it's only going to elevate. So let's elevate together, yes? So take a moment now to definitely like the page, to follow, and to share this because you just never know who needs to hear this message. So I am so excited to share today's topic with you today along with our very, very special guest. Now, it is such a delight because I've been able to know this gentleman really well over the past year or so. We have now traveled together. We have really just been part of many great circles together. And I got to see his genius. You know, the very first time I met him, I said, look, I need some Ernesto in my life. And you'll see why. Because honestly, Ernesto Verdugo, our special guest today, is, has really mastered the art of marketing. He's worked with speakers across the globe. He is one of the most well-travelers known to men. And he'll tell you the exact number. I think it's 253, if I'm not mistaken, well-known traveler across the globe. So he's been to many different countries. He's adjusted to many different cultures. And today, he's going to talk about how cultures and generations can thrive during these times. He also has his own TV show with him and a partner where they share golden nuggets on a regular basis on how us as entrepreneurs, us as speakers, us as authors, people who really just want to make a difference in the world, how we can elevate ourselves. He is an international change catalyst. He is a trend hunter and a behavioral expert. So please, please, please help me welcome a dear friend, a mentor, and so much more to so many other people out there. Help me welcome Mr. Ernesto Verdugo to the show. Welcome to the show, Ernesto. Thank you, Chantel. That was a beautiful introduction. I wish that I will have you all the time introducing me. <laughs> well, it's all true, my friend. It is all true. I so definitely appreciate your level of expertise and everything that you brought to the table so far. So, Ernesto, it is so, so, so great to have you on the show. Listen, I'm so happy to be able to bring to bring the information that you're going to share with with these with the viewers here today because your perspective is amazing. So why don't you just start off by sharing a little bit about your background and how you became uh, international change catalyst? Well, I as um, I I am a Mexican. Possibly you will hear a little bit in my accent. <laughs> I, uh, I I lived in Mexico until I was uh, 18. At 18, I moved to Europe. And I lived in Germany, in the uh, United Kingdom, then the Netherlands, Dubai, Indonesia, 
And wow. uh, I have had the chance to uh, live and work in a number of different uh, countries around the world. And it's been a very interesting experience. And uh, more than anything, because I was responsible of the uh, management sales and marketing training department in KLM, uh, Royal Dutch Airlines for my on, on, uh, on my time. Uh, one of the things that was incredibly important was to actually deal with cultures and learn how to uh, work around with cultures. And one of the things that I learned was that it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter uh, what race you're, um, uh, what, uh, what's your race. It doesn't matter what's your religion. It doesn't matter what your belief system is. Uh, everybody at the very uh, bottom of their heart and their minds, they're human beings. And uh, one of the important things is that they need to be uh, treated as such. And uh, right now, what we are seeing now with COVID-19, and I am very happy is that, uh, you know, your your status uh, doesn't really matter because right now the unsung heroes of uh, COVID have, are not the corporate owners or the uh, incredibly big moguls, but basically the people which are in the front line. So I think I think this uh, pandemic is actually going to bring a sense of humbleness that uh, mm -hmm. is very deserved in the world. That is so true. That is so true. And, you know, I, I love that. I mean, you're definitely well-traveled and, <laughs> and, and carrying that global perspective. It's interesting because, you know, I say the same thing. It's interesting to, to see how a lot of people look at different cultures and look and say, oh, well, they're so different than us. But, but as you're sharing here, you know what? The world's not going back to normal. We all are the same on the inside. So, so why don't you share a little bit about um, you, the, the generations? So I've seen you on stages. I've seen you talk about the millennials and the generation Ys and the generation Xs and, and so on and so forth. How has the coronavirus impacted us differently based on our generation? Well, right now, obviously, I mean, as we all know, in uh, the most vulnerable are the baby boomers and uh, even the, the earlier generation, which is called the, the silent generation. And uh, these guys are really uh, in, in, in danger. I mean, because, of course, the, the, the virus can really affect them. So, I mean, if we if, if we think about from the uh, from the virus perspective, that's basically the whole thing. But I mean, I think that's not what you're asking me. I think the most important thing is just to try to figure out how everybody is now interacting. You see, what has happened is that, uh, and this is a weird, weird thing that we're we're living in. I mean, a lot of people are trying to be. Uh, optimistic. I don't want to be either optimistic or pessimistic. I want to be realistic. Mm -hmm. I don't think that this is something that is going to go that uh, right now. In fact, uh, today, they, uh, the government lockdown is uh, officially over. But I, still, I, I will still want to see what's going to be if actually people are going to start going out and, uh, and that kind of thing. So right now, I think we are here for another... I guesstimate 18, 18 months. That's going to be more or less what is going to be the uh, in, until we get back into the groove of how it used to be before. I don't like to use the new normal because I think that's just an overused uh, term. I would like to say that uh, it is just a new reality. It's just uh, the birth of a new era. Mm -hmm. And uh, we need to see it that way. So as I was just mentioning a little bit earlier, what needs what has happened now 
is that we have three different kinds of places where we used to interact. One was home, the other one was the workspace, and then the other one was the leisure space or the leisure space. So, I mean, you could possibly go in the leisure space, you will go and uh, possibly go for a drink in a bar, or you will go for a meal, or you mm -hmm. will go to the park, or you will go to uh, uh, Disneyland or whatever you want to have fun at, or you will go to a trip. But right now, there's nothing of that. So all these three different places are now stationed at home. That has a lot of uh, interesting repercussions that not many people are actually talking about. Because what happens is that uh, suddenly companies are, companies are realizing that uh, it is a lot more effective, uh, cost effective for them to have people working at home. Uh, and that, of course, is just something that uh, most people are, are uh, right now uh, experiencing because, of course, they, it is uh, now mandatory. But now companies are going to say, well, you know, I don't really need to have office space. In fact, 3M recently announced that they were going to get rid of 1 million square meters, which is something like about 2.3 million square feet of uh, office space around the world. And uh, I, I am wow. sure they're not going to be the only ones. So they're going to be basically creating that. So right now, there's going to be a lot more people working from home. And then the three generations or four generations are going to be working there. I mean, you're going to have the baby boomers, you're going to have the millennials, you're going to have the Xers, you're going to have the um, uh, Cs. And uh, everybody has a different perspective. Everybody has a complete different way of living mm -hmm. Uh, of living um, digitally, which uh, right now it's a very interesting thing um, in in the point of view of the of the uh, generations, because right now, even though a lot of people that were uh, familiar with uh, how social media worked, how the uh, different social media platforms were used, now they are confronted that they have to do it completely differently. And uh, now everybody's thriving on Zoom, which, by the way, I'm very happy that actually you're using a completely different platform than Zoom, <laughs> because uh, Zoom, on, Zoom has, a, has several challenges. I, I, I can understand why it mm -hmm. suddenly I mean, be, became the most important platform, but uh, I think uh, it is supposed to be for meetings and uh, for conversations. I mean, you say, well, you know, let's catch on on a Zoom call. It was what we used to say previously. Well, you know, let's do a Skype call. Yes. Uh, yes. So, but right now, right now it's a different thing. And uh, right now, I mean, they're trying to use Zoom for everything. And uh, if that's your only tool, then you have a problem. They say if you only have a hammer, then you see every problem as a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I love that analogy. It's true. You know, it, it absolutely is true. And. And um, I, I have used Zoom. I've been using Zoom for a very long time. But like you say, it has it's it is what it is. You got to use it for what it is, and make sure you use the right platform. But you know, uh, you've actually worked with a lot of different professional speakers. I know some people watching. They're either aspiring speakers. I know some authors that are watching. I just want to actually say hello to some people who are watching. So we have Tech, we have Miss Jackie from St. Martin, we have Ganyo, we have Janice Platter, my auntie, <laughs> we have Dr. Emmanuel, we have um, Anthony, we have Jillian, so part of the coaching community there, we have Cousin Taryn. So hi everybody, thanks for watching. And, and so 
right now, I know a lot of people are looking to doing something online, whether there's doing online summits or, or, you know, conventions online, or, or there, some people are having online parties. Um, some people are starting to write their book. So what advice would you give to people who have been used to speaking or wanting to start a speaking career and then we got hit with coronavirus and we're all at home? What advice can you give to people in that state? That's a, that's a great question and it's a deep question. So let me ask you, how long have we got? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, because it is, uh, I am just absolutely amazed about all the things that I have been um, seeing. So the first piece of advice, if you're a speaker, first thing that you need to do is you have to have a clear message. You have to clarify your message. Your message is absolutely critical on this time. Now, when I say your message, that doesn't mean, well, we're not, I mean, what kind of speaking are you doing? I mean, are you doing leadership speaking? Are you doing uh, change management uh, speaking? Because all of that is going to be, it's going to have to go to the, freezer because right now that doesn't work i mean just think about it right now nobody of your audience and really mark my words nobody has you in their mind nobody mm. honestly nobody has you on their mind so and i don't mean you but i mean you as a speaker on their mind so that means that they don't really care about what you have what you can show them they don't care about what you uh, have to to um teach mm. the only thing they care is what's going to happen tomorrow. Every single day I wake up and I think myself, oh my God, what craziness are we going to be confronted today? <laughs> and so am I the only one? Chantel, do you have that same feeling every day? Abs you know what? A hundred percent. It's always like every day is a new day. You just don't know what's going to hit you. You don't exactly. know what's coming at you. It's so true. Exactly. So now imagine that I come here and I tell you, well, you know, we're going to be doing a summit and we're going to have 24 hours of summit and I'm going to be discounting my products so that you can have them. How stupid yeah. does that sound? Yes. Yes. I mean, I've, been, I've seen that. I've got emails. I've seen a lot of different people all of a sudden. Oh, we're summit today at five o'clock for five hours. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> well, I've seen them for 24. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like. And, and then they say, yeah, but you know, of course, people are wanting to figure out what, how they're going to be thriving in this uh, low uh, uh, down economy. Believe yes. nobody yeah. is into how they're going to thrive. Everybody's going to figure out how am I going to survive? How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my groceries? How am I going to uh, survive? Basically, yeah. they are in survival mode. So right. if everybody's at this point in survival mode, the last thing you want is to basically try to sell your stuff. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to be doing all this charitable work, mm -hmm. but you need to make sure that people understand what you are doing. And this is exactly what I am doing right now with my speakers, whoever. Uh, and, and, you know, sadly, I have worked with several of these uh, of my speakers and everybody's going into different directions. I mean, they're they're really running like headless chicken. <laughs> it's true. And it uh, it's, it it's, uh, it's actually, to a certain ex extent, very, very painful. Now, do I have all the answers? The answer is no. But one of the things that I know, because I have worked with multiple situations, uh, which, you know, I mean, they were affecting the, the uh, complete way of thinking of the people, is that I know that you actually have to get into the wavelength in which they are. 
my uh, friend and partner in uh, our uh, web TV show, which is called the Toilet Paper Diaries, which we have been doing every single day since the pandemic started. Uh, he says, you have to make sure that you tune in into the Wi-Fi code of the people which are uh, listening to you. And I think that's just the most incredible advice that you can actually mm -hmm. get. Just think about it. When you, I mean, when we were there in Dubai, you were also suffering from this. I mean, you didn't have coverage from with your with your phone. So whenever you arrived to a restaurant or whenever you arrived to a mall mm -hmm. or whenever you arrived to, what was the first thing that you did? You took your phone out, yeah, watch the Wi-Fi code. Like a Wi-Fi junkie. Exactly. <laughs> All the time, I hate that, yeah. So this is exactly what needs to happen now. I mean, right now people are just trying to see where, where, where can they find the Wi-Fi code? Well, you know, stop and listen and try to see what is the Wi-Fi code of the people. And the Wi-Fi code of the people is, in my eyes, is do something good, do something good so that um, without expecting anything in return. And this is exactly what I am saying to everybody. Now, what has happened since the moment that I started doing this? And this is, this is the magic of this. Mm -hmm. You do not know what's gonna happen, but the moment that you switch into the Wi-Fi code, what starts happening is that people are, oh my goodness, this guy can understand me. Oh my goodness, this guy can understand me. Oh my goodness, this guy can understand me. So I've been invited to be on television. Television stations have come to my house to interview me. I mean, when, when would have I ever dreamt of that happening? I mean, that's yeah. just insane. I have had a number of people telling me, well, you know, this is great. Hey, can you help my company? People approach me and they say, well, you know, you understand me help me and then they pay me but right. what is what i am doing i mean i am spending right now almost every day two hours live transmitting every single day trying to bring empathy trying to bring understanding trying to bring love trying to bring care trying to to have fun because as you as you know my uh, partner dave it's uh it's uh mm -hmm. an incredibly fun. funny person <laughs> So, I mean, just by being there, the two of us just having fun, people also want to have fun. They want to forget about the nastiness which um, uh, they, that the world has brought to us. Yeah. You know, so, that is my advice. I mean, try to switch on into the code. Don't try to sell your stuff. Make sure this is right now a, um, a time for pool marketing, not push marketing, but pool marketing. You have to you have to give, you have to show that you're caring. You have to show that you are uh, that you are real and that you understand people and people will start calling you. That's how it works. Now, is it a uh, short, uh, short uh, term kind of thing? No. I mean, right now, things started to happen after people started figuring out that we have exactly um, an understanding of what their Wi-Fi code was. You know, that's that's really, really important. You said some really great things there. So if you're just tuning in, I'm here with a very special guest, Mr. Ernesto Verdugo. He's an international speaker. He is a change catalyst. He's a, be a behavioral and, um, and generational expert. And we're really talking into these times. I know out there a lot of people are wanting to start their speaking career or start, you know, or if they were in a speaking career, they're an author or they're a coach. And everybody I meet has a message, and a lot of people are looking to share that message. So Ernesto really just shared some really golden gems here because there are some cliche words that are now. And you know, when I this series is actually called the New Normal Thriving in Coronavirus, right? And I thought of that name back when 
back maybe last month and I said oh, earlier this month and I said, okay, well, let's, let's roll it out. Well, earlier of April, cause today we're May 1st and, um, and, and everybody is really talking about it and you're so right, Ernesto. So what the key thing is, is what he shared, which is so important is tapping into the Wi-Fi to what's going on into the energy, into the ether of what people truly need, what they're going through, empathizing with them and, 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 and avoid just wanting to just sell a product or to just continue the way that you used to. Okay. Well, I talk about, um, you know, building a course, so I'm going to still continue building a course and talk about that. That's not necessarily what's on people's minds. So that's really golden Ernesto in any business, <laughs> right? To, to tap into your clients and see where they're at, what they need, what they say, what are they thinking, which is so huge, which yeah. is so huge. So tell me, so this is, that's great. And I, and I totally love that. So tell me a little bit about, so those are people who are, have been in the industry. What about people who have worked nine to five or, you know, and, and, and they're used to doing like a brick and mortar and used to going somewhere. And now they're at home, their hours are reduced. In some cases, people are laid off. What would you, what could you suggest for them to get started in this pool where it seems like everybody's trying to raise their hand and, and say, look at me, look at me, look at me. How does somebody's voice get heard in this big pool of speaking? Okay. I'm going to give you some also gold dust. So if you're watching right now, please make sure to take notes because what I'm going to say, nobody's going to say, and I tell you, I, um, I was born in Mexico, but I was uh, living in the Netherlands for a number of years. And one of the things that I really like from the Netherlands is that they tell it as it is. They don't tell it better or they don't tell it worse. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes that bluntness is not really appreciated. But I, in my life, I uh, prefer to be like that. I'm, I, I am a complete <laughs> transparent <laughs> Uh, I love that about you. <laughs> uh, it's exactly how I feel. It's exactly how how uh, how I think uh, things are. <laughs> so right now, the first thing that you need to do and take notes of this because this is incredibly important. You have a device here. You have an iPad possibly. Now write this down. Use your devices for creation and not consumption. That's exactly what you need to do. Ooh, Use your devices for creation and not consumption. What do I mean with that? Well, very simple. Right now, everybody, I mean, and I mean everybody from the uh, Trevor Noah to the Stephen Colbert to Ellen DeGeneres to absolutely everybody, they are transmitting and they are doing their web TV shows from home with the exact same tools that we are also using them. So obviously they have already clout, they have already some sort of status, but guess what? Now everybody has gone to zero. So right now what you need to do is you need to have consistency. That's the number one thing, consistency, and train an audience to listen to you on a regular basis, not only one message per week, do it daily. Do it daily. I mean, you have the phone. Do it daily. Create something. Create something that people can tune in and watch. Provide valuable information. Provide information that makes it that makes it entertaining. Make sure that you become an Oprah. And this is what I mean about Oprah. And this is a very important thing. Oprah 
basically it's the one which is just basically and, and now of course i mean whenever you see my show i always use oprah's words and now i'm going to show you this and that and the other have a look what is what yeah. i'm doing i am actually i am actually repurposing someone else's content that i find very interesting and very valuable so right now you need to be a mix between oprah and being a dj and uh, what you're doing is you're going to find a lot of content from other people that you can include in your uh, presentation. That also goes uh, for you, uh, Chantel. I think, uh, I mean, you're an incredibly talented lady. I mean, I am, I mean, I am very impressed about uh, mm -hmm. how you have done the presentation and all the stuff that you want to do. And I'm, I'm sure with a few tweaks, we can make this a very powerful show if instead of actually concentrating in uh, interviews, which is what 99.9 .9 of the people are doing, listen up, mm -hmm. start playing Oprah and start playing a DJ. Give a variety of content, curate content from someone else. That is absolutely critical because what happens is, I mean, you know the nightmare that it is. Uh, right now, you uh, yesterday you sent me mm -hmm. a, a message. Hey, you know what? I would like to have you on the show. And I have a spot uh, suddenly. I mean, I, I do not know what happened, but I mean, possibly you have someone that canceled or something. It has happened to me hundreds of times. I'm, I'm saying, well, you know, I would like to have an interview and then that person couldn't show up or then having to, having to follow up with everybody. It was just really a nightmare. So trying to depend in other people's to actually create uh, a show, it's actually very, very uh, tiring and very time consuming. So the best thing that you can do is start seeing how you can provide content that could be of value and that content doesn't have to be yours i mean oprah doesn't produce content well she does but i mean uh, or ellen doesn't produce content i mean she's basically showing stuff that she finds on facebook that she finds on instagram that she finds on TikTok, and that uh, she's making she's making a point with it she might she finds some great videos great whatever and you can share that kind of thing and that of course is going to make you a lot more effective in trying to do it now that needs to be consistent not once in a while not you uh, trying to do a video uh, every time that you have a that suddenly occurs to you no you need to have consistency there has to be a timing there has to be a reason and it has to be done constantly that's what you need to do now why is it why is this so important well so first of all first of all because when we come out, because we are going to come out, is it going to be in three months? Is it going to be in 18 months? As I possibly believe that it's going to be the time. What's going to happen is that you, there's going to, a lot of people are going to know you. But if you are hiding at home, if you are not producing content or, or you're producing the wrong kind of content, you're not going to be taken serious or taken into consideration because, of course, People don't care. All they care is what's going on in their mind. So you have to really get on their psyche before you can actually get on their wallet. Mm. You know what? That is such valuable. You're so right. I hope people are taking notes. That is such valuable information. And I just want to share. I've seen well, there was a lot of loves and likes as you were talking. <laughs> so I wanted to share that with you. And also we have Jackie. She says, I live in Amsterdam too. So you got the Amsterdam connection. <laughs> we have Devon John, Ganyo, and Jada said uh, creation, not consumption, which is very powerful. I love that. 
I love that. I love that. I love that. Because you know what? It is so easy to get sucked in the vortex of your phone when you pick it up, maybe to make some sort of creation and you see a post and then you click and then you like and then you watch a video. Next thing you know, hours go by. So and consumption kicks in. So really having that mind frame of, of being diligent with providing uh, producing information rather than consuming it is huge. And you know what? Being consistent with the Daily Show and and Oprah and a DJ, guys. These are some key points you got to take away. Be Oprah and a DJ. So if you want to share your voice, which I know so many people don't want to share their voice, we can do it now. We don't have to wait. We don't need this full-on production. We can just start and build. And and I absolutely love it. I started this show. Um, this is the second series of the Wake Up and uh, no, I did two series uh, seasons of the Wake Up and Live show, and uh, and really it was just getting on. It was just getting on and getting used to it. I did it daily for a certain period of time, and then I would take time to retweak and then come back. And just coronavirus, it really started to 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 really shift things. Obviously. So it's it's it was a, it's a touching experience for me to even connect with so many great powerful people and I and I know people like you people like you know all the guests that I had before and coming up for the next couple of days everybody has something to share so I love being Oprah and like you say and taking the seat and giving you the platform and you're absolutely right I've seen your toilet paper diaries and you pull videos you get clips from people around the world you get so it's it's such a creative way so i highly recommend guys check out his uh tv show called toy the paper diaries now share, can you share where people can find that ernesto yeah well the the um the best way to do it is uh go to youtube and just type toilet paper diaries and uh, subscribe to the channel uh, because uh, the reason why we call it Toilet Paper Diaries, and this is another important thing, name the name that you want to have uh, for a show or whatever you're going to have. Uh, more than anything, try to make it memorable. <laughs> when the Toilet Paper uh, Diaries got started, it was actually in the middle of the crisis of the toilet paper. And uh, we, were, we were thinking, well, you know, we would like to journal, we would like to create a diary of all the craziness which is going on right now. So everybody, everybody likes it. And then we thought, well, you know, I think it would be a great idea to actually change the show because I would not really like to be um, associated to toilet paper. But right now, <laughs> I mean, I, I overcame that, uh, uh, that way of thinking. And I am right now, I am feeling blessed that I am actually um, uh, having that branding. If they would have told me two months ago, you know, your name is going to be associated with toilet paper, I would have almost cried possibly. <laughs> well, you know what? We can all relate because everybody's gone through it. We, we relate to the struggle of the toilet. But to this day, I, I'm not, I feel like when I walk through the store and I actually get toilet paper, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a miracle. There's so. toilet paper. Buy some. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. So this awesome, though, really, really valuable information. So then can you share a little bit about now? I see your shirt there, Speak International. <laughs> or is that, which one? Speak what? Dubai? Speak in Dubai, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dubai. Okay. So as you guys know, I went to Dubai, went to Mumbai. So it is thanks to this gentleman I have on the line here. And so through our trips and all the other trips that you've taken, many groups to different parts of the world. I know you went to Spain and in Houston and what whatnot. Can you share some of the the do's as you're sharing your message 
as you're speaking, as you're branding, because not everybody wants to get up on stage, but everybody wants to share their message. So can you share some of the to do's and some of the to don'ts? <laughs> because I know you've experienced a myriad of, of things in, in a lot of different cultures. But what are some key things that people keep doing that is great and some key things that people keep doing that is not so great? Well, uh, once again, take some notes because this is also going to be very important. Mm -hmm. and this, this is really serious. Nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, cares about you. <laughs> the only radio station that you need to focus in is what's in it for me, WIIFM. So the most important thing is not talk about how incredible you are, how fantastic you are, the knowledge that you have, the most incredible things that you can possibly uh, have done or, or, or will do for, for nobody cares. Basically, all you need to do is make sure that you help people go from point A and point B. Now, we have been using the hero's journey, which um, I mean, if you possibly Google, if you have never heard of the hero's journey, you can Google the hero's journey or you can go to YouTube and uh, share. There's a ton of uh, books. Uh, sorry, ton, tons of videos that explains the, the hero's journey. And the hero's journey basically is the story that has been used on most of the movies. I mean, you have the Luke Skywalker and you have the Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. So you have the Dumbledore and then you will have um, the the um, Harry Potter or you will have uh, Gandalf and then you will have uh, Frodo. And uh, every single movie has exactly the same thing. So you have the mentor and you have the hero. Wrongly, 95% of the speakers get the role of the hero. Wrong, absolutely wrong. Mm. One of the most important things that you need to take into consideration is that you could be a speaker hero. For example, uh, Nick Vujicic, which is a guy that has no limbs. He has no legs, he has no arms. Now, is he a, is he a hero? Absolutely. If you went to the top of the Everest, you're a hero. If you are somebody that is helping people in the pandemic and you have already deal, dealt with 500 cases of coronavirus, you are a hero. That's it. If no, you have to be a mentor and you have to brand yourself as a mentor, not the hero. Forget mm -hmm. about talking about yourself. Forget about how incredible you are. Forget about anything. All you need to do is find out what is people, uh, wh where are people are at that, at that particular moment and show them, you know what, through my knowledge, you can fast track mm. what you, uh, the, uh, the results that you would like to obtain. So mm. in every single thing that you do, in all your marketing, in all your uh, posts, in every single thing you do, put yourself as the Obi-Wan Kenobi, put yourself as the Gandalf not the Frodo, not the Luke Skywalker. You have to be the mentor and not the hero. That's really huge. That's really, because you know what? A lot of people, I've heard things like for people who got like maybe like their PhD and went through all these different things, they want to be able to share that because most people think, and I was guilty of this too, most people think that they have to prove themselves at some point. So they're like, okay, well, I did this and I did this. And so now you listen to me. But the thing is, if you have a good message, people listen to you. <laughs> yeah, it's, right? it's, it's true. Well, let me let me just tell you about something that you were that you were um, talking a moment ago. 
Um, you mentioned that uh, I was the 253rd most traveled person in the world. Well, actually, it's 247th. Right now, I'm not sure if that number is accurate or not. I might be right <laughs> now the 500 because I haven't traveled for a while. But right now, nobody, uh, nobody can travel, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, that, that is basically a myth. I mean, even though it's true, and, and actually it happened, um, you know, inadvertently or just something that I didn't think of, but it became my myth. Mm. I, that's the thing that people remember about me. I mean, I could just talk about anything. I could just talk about anything, but everybody, wherever I go, whenever they read my description, whatever they see, it's not that I'm saying, hey, I'm the 247 most traveled person in the world. I hardly ever say it, but of course I have it. I have it on my websites and I have it on my descriptions and I have it on some of the stuff so that people can present me. And that's what people remember. And the funny thing is most people remember that's 240 something, 50 something. I mean, we, 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 um, I have, I mentioned this to you. I mean, uh, this was mentioned in one of my videos and uh, it was a long time ago. It's not that I came Asian tell, please tell people that is that I, exactly. <laughs> I never yep. said that. So basically, you right now that you have a little bit of time try to start thinking what's your myth now you cannot create your myth you cannot create the myth that well you know i would like to be known for that that's not how it works i mean there's a very there's a very uh, funny episode on the um, on the big bang theory i'm a big fan of that show it's really funny mm. and uh this guy um uh he's gonna go to space what's his name um howard Sheldon? no howard oh, howard's gonna go to space and he wants to, of course, get a, gr a really nice nickname because, of course, every, all the astronauts have nicknames. So he's trying to figure out what nickname he's going to actually give to himself. And then suddenly the people from the NASA call him on a Skype call and uh, the mother shouts, hey, your Cheerios are, your Fruit Loops are ready, Howard. <laughs> and then what happens instantly, I mean, he was Fruit Loops. Ah, nice, nice, so nice. You, nice. Cannot actually, you cannot actually get that myth. But you can start thinking right now, what do people remember from me? And that's a very interesting question. What do people remember from me? And uh, that's where you can start using that answer to start crafting your myth. And uh, the moment that you craft your myth, people will start recognizing you. And possibly your myth is not going to be related to what you're doing, but possibly you have you have accomplished a number of things. And the best way to actually communicate your message is simply by uh, properly understanding what your myth is and crafting it. All of us have it. Every single one of us have as a myth. But what you need to do is you need to, first of all, understand what that myth is and start crafting it so that people will remember it that way. That's awesome. That is so true. It's it's and you know what it can be so particular like um, or so peculiar excuse me of what people remember you by like some people remember me because of my hair some people remember you know you just it's just such random stuff it's like you know you you say all these great things you prepare all these great things and they remember you because your shoes or <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that's what they that's what, but that's exactly what you what, what you can do in fact it's it's actually not funny that you're saying about your hair because I mean I have seen a couple of pictures of you recently well and now I see that you have your your uh, uh, curls again, but I mean, for, for uh, you, you've taken a few pictures that you were wearing a different style, and I, oh, yeah. that's not Chantel. Oh, don't take a Chantel from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's exactly how I felt. 
<laughs> no way you see that's crazy that's so crazy. yeah it's it's true i mean look at dave i mean one of the reasons he, dave is also he also has the the uh, rastafarian as he calls himself yes the locks. <laughs> he also has a he also has a dreadlocks and uh and yeah i mean he doesn't take it out because that's how people remember him that's how, yeah. that's what makes him unique yes. also you have that uniqueness about you and it's it's a it's an it's an incredible thing in fact when when uh, Dave was talking to you about uh, this concept, he actually mentioned to you the term uh, the, how did he say God fairy or something like oh, that? Fairy God sister. Fairy God sister. <laughs> yeah, fairy God sister. So that you can get also the that 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 vibe. Yeah, it's great because yeah. Dave is Dave is a master in actually trying to yeah. trying to see that. What is what people will get you for? Because the moment that you learn how to craft your myth, and once again, you cannot create you cannot create your myth, but you can craft it. So ask yourself that question. What do people remember you for, for? And then try to craft something around it so that actually you can make it very easy for people to, to remember you by. Because right now, there's so many people that have just no clarity of message. They have no, uh, they have no myth. They have no... So how could you deliver a message if people are not going to remember it? I mean, I, I am... one. I mean, for me, one of the things that I started understanding was also my accent. My accent... Uh, it's very peculiar because it's a mix of Spanish and Dutch. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I always, for example, one of the jokes that I always say is that, you know, Alexa doesn't understand me. Guess what's the joke that everybody remembers when they see me? Oh, yeah, that's the accent that Alexa doesn't understand. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just insane. But now, because I know that that's something that people remember, that's what I use in my marketing. That's what I normally use so that people will remember me. And it's just something that has nothing to do with the kind of things that I do. But that's yeah. what people remember from you. That's awesome, guys. I'm telling you, Ernesto is a marketing genius. If you are a speaker or author or you want to launch a brand, I'm telling you, just he will give it to you raw. He's going to tell you as it is. But you know what? That's what you need to be able to help you just get some really frank feedback on what was good, what wasn't good, and it will really elevate you. I've seen him do it time and time again. He's awesome. We have a question uh, before we wrap up, Ernesto, from Jackie. She says, what kind of information can we share that is relatable? Most of the content that is out there is mainly about the coronavirus. How do you look for content that is informative yet positive and encouraging? Great that's question, Jackie. A, that's a great question, Jackie. And um, the reason why you find most of the uh, information about the uh, the coronavirus, it's because that's the that's the uh, channel that you're actually tuning in. Uh, as um, they say in uh, NLP, that's your reticular activating system. Basically, that's what help. That is exactly what you're looking for. So yeah. open your open your scope and start thinking. Well, what would be uh, what would be some positive news? One of the things that I'm going to, and this is going to be uh, a shameless plug, <laughs> mm, go watch the Toilet Paper Diaries because <laughs> you're going to see how we do it. Now, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because, for example, if you go see, um, uh, it's called Some Good News, or so, yeah, Some Good News from uh, John Krasinski, the guy from The Office. He has mm. a great show once a week that is called Some Good News. And all he does is for an hour, talk about good news. All he does is the entire hour. And you know, he has been incredibly successful with uh, with uh, SGN, I think it's called. Yeah, SGN, mm -hmm. that's the name of the program. 
And uh, right now, uh, good news, good news uh, networks are popping by like crazy. So there's all sorts of news. Let me just give you some example. One of the news that we're following constantly is uh, Captain Tom uh, from uh, the UK that he actually managed to raise 33 million pounds for the National Health, Health Service. And he just became 100 years old. And uh, the way the way that he raised uh, money was by by walking on his uh, walker, and mm-hmm. uh, um, of course, I mean that that completely captivated the hearts of the entire UK. So mm-hmm. that is related to the coronavirus, but of course, it's good news. I mean, there's uh, people which are getting married at home, and they are creating uh, Zoom. Uh, weddings. They are people which are uh, creating in TikTok. TikTok is a ton of incredible information. I mean, from people dancing crazy uh, songs to to creating, uh, you know, there's there's this uh, very sweet story about uh, a kid uh, that was promised by the parents that they were going to take him to Disney around this time. And uh, right now, as we know, Disney's, Disney is closed. And what the parents did, they, they did create using the, the, the music from Disney. They started doing the, the parade and they did a whole video of the parade on Disney, all them with costumes and doing all sorts of things, just with, just with stuff that they have in the, in the house. I mean, wow. my, my uh, son is now planting uh, all, sorts of, um, uh, all sorts of different things, whether it is oregano or it is uh, uh, beans or whatever he's finding there that he, he really likes to plant. And he's watching all these kids planting foods. I mean, if you only focus on, on, the, on the coronavirus and all the negative news, that's what you're going to see. But if you start seeing around how creative and how resilient people are, oh my God, I mean, this is, this is a, a dream come true for, for uh, people to actually share information. And of course, these, these, are, not, these are newsworthy and they are as newsworthy and, as, uh, and even nicer to hear than the amount of deaths and the people that have been con- uh, uh, right. uh, with, with uh, coronavirus. So don't focus on the negative, try to focus on the positive. I love that. I love that. You know what? It's so true because we are we program our filters and that's what, how we see the world. It's our perspective. So so if you start to shift your perspective on the inside, you'll start to see other information that may help you. So fantastic. She's sending lots of love, <laughs> a lot of love hearts. So awesome stuff. Well, Ernesto, I love it. Your knowledge has always been brilliant and really just so on point and exactly what we need to hear to take that next step. And, and just be practical with the information and, and tap into what people need. So I am so honored and happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for, for your knowledge. And if, if you can share just one, um, one place that people can follow you if they wanna find out some more information about you. Yeah, the uh, best way to connect with me personally, it's uh, through my contact page, which is Ernesto, E-R-N-E-S-T-O, dot today. Uh, there you will find my WhatsApp, which is the best way to connect with me. I mean, I am a WhatsApp junkie. Yeah. And that's the best way to connect with me. The least preferred way to connect is email. But uh, you have my phone, direct phone. You have my uh, all my uh, social uh, uh, platforms, wherever, wherever I'm in. But uh, more importantly, I invite you to watch uh, daily the Toilet Paper Diaries at noon Central Time USA and uh, wherever you are around the world, just translate that time. In Amsterdam, it is uh, 7 o'clock in the evening for Jackie. 
<laughs> nice, nice. Awesome. There you go, Jackie. Well, awesome, Ernesto. It's been a pleasure. It's been great fun. Wonderful information. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your wisdom. It's been awesome. Pleasure. Thank you very much. I, I, I was delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Chantal. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> well, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Awesome stuff. Well, what an amazing, amazing episode. I am so glad you guys got to hear uh, from Ernesto Verdugo personally. He is such an inspiration and he's so bang on with his information. He is so on point, does a lot of great research and just really knows how to have fun, how to deliver and how to elevate and be seen as, as you want to be seen. So today I just recommend that you all even go back and listen to this, this broadcast Take some key notes. Some, some key points to really consider is what's your message? Be clear. Tap into the Wi-Fi of your audience. So what is it that they need? And really use your phone as a, as a, to be able to produce things and, rather than, and be creative with it rather than use it for consumption. So there's a lot of their hidden gems today. I just encourage each and every one of you guys to go out there and just whatever it is that's in your heart, whatever it is that's been whispering at the back of your head, of your mind, whatever it is that you have an inclination because you've already thought about what you want to do next. So have the courage to do it. Start small, build, be on point, stay connected. And that's the only way that we can get to the next level. So have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you guys so much for watching. And stay tuned for tomorrow where we have another special guest who's a communication expert out in Atlanta. You guys don't want to miss it. So stay tuned. Thanks for all the love and support. You guys have been an awesome audience. And uh, all the replays are uploaded to YouTube as well for your watching. You could just Google Wake Up and Live show. Have an amazing day. Stay blessed, stay positive, and stay faithful.